0: Welcome. My name is Eddie Arrieta. This is Fulfilling Work Life. We intend to talk to leaders, professionals, remoters, human beings from all around the world who share with us their knowledge. Join me in this daily journey. Um, we, we already have some participants joining in. Uh, I think we can get started at any point. I just want to thank everyone for joining. Thank you, uh, Juan, Loreto, Lao, Lucy, Will, David, Arsene. Uh, you know, Will has been here for all the shows. Uh, so, Will, thank you for being a loyal follower. Arson as well. Um, so, so great. It's great to have you, Gonzalo. Uh, I, I, I love, I love uh, for everyone to learn and know a little bit more about you. And, and I'm curious as well, because I mean, the last thing I knew about you was the working space, but I guess, you know, things have changed. What, what are you up to these days? so I'm, I was helping companies
1: to implement remote work, but guess what? Everybody's working one hundred percent remote. so my dream is done, so I can retire it. and no, I'm just helping them to, to, I'm just helping them to improve their systems now. So I believe there is three steps to remote work. We are in the home office, which is where you just repeat what you have done in the office, just do the same in the at home and this is like the home office stage the second stage is more flexibility and this is what i'm trying now to help companies to go where more asynchronous communication better more flexibility because there is kids at home all these things that can help the companies move forward this is what i'm doing uh, most of my time right now working as a consultant but i'm also organizing a conference next week in portuguese if anyone in the audience speaks portuguese you can join at uh, uh for mostly with Portuguese speakers but people from GitLab and yeah, just organizing a lot of stuff. There was work from home summit last last weekend organized by Serena and I'm just helping everyone even companies that were fully remote like uh, Selena that now they're pretty much closed and try to help mm-hmm. them also to go through these fades and make some money on the way or at least make something uh, along the way.
0: Yeah, well, great. All right, so that's a uh, that's a lot of work, I guess, through these days. <laughs> All right. Yes, well, that's insane, but it's
1: fun. I'm like I'm working twelve hours a day, but I never had so much fun while working. So it's like it's a balance, you know, because you are doing something that I'm really passionate about. I really believe remote work is the future. Now it's the present, but I think still. There's a lot to do in regards to this. So I'm working with Portuguese government to implement some new laws that will help us spread the people outside Lisbon and through the the whole country. So yeah, a lot of exciting things happening this year, even in the middle of this amazing crisis.
0: Well, it is, uh, it is. So why don't we get started with understanding uh, what has happened? How has the crisis evolved uh, from your perspective? Again, I know that you were um, leading a co-working space. What ended up happening with that? I, I have a bunch of co-working uh, space owner friends and, and, and uh, you know, acquaintances and uh, it's been quite right. So, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So the coworking space was not mine. I was just helping them with the sales and with the
1: promotion. So I was like a premium member where I was helping them with everything. And yeah, now everything is closed pretty much. Everything in Portugal is closed. Some people are doing some interesting projects. Like I used to work with another coworking space here and they are doing online events and online talks just to keep their members active. Uh, There's other things that some of them are doing, like having an online space. Like, so Coco has a online offices that are set up like an office and you can see the, the little shares in your screen and they are using that to connect the members. It's different, it's fun. I think people need to be more creative on that. So yeah, like... The business is closed right now, every single co-working space. And we had like 77 in Lisbon only when the mm-hmm. crisis hit uh, th- two months ago almost. So yeah, you'll guess 50% of these co-working spaces will be closed uh, after this, even after the crisis. I think the rents in Lisbon are super high. So I guess half of them will not survive to these and crazy events. But the good ones will survive, and the good ones had the business plan for it, and they are trying to thrive. Let's see. It'll be yeah for co-working. It'll be the worst thing that could happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, a very unfortunate situation. But anyways, yeah. um, how about yourself? Are you are you being able to? And you know, things things are fine your way, being able to work fine and everything. Like. I hate to work from home. <laughs> I okay. absolutely hate. I'm
1: a co-working space lover. That's why I know all the co-working spaces all over the world. I just joined co-working spaces. I miss the community. I miss being with people. Uh, but yeah, so I had to buy some stuff for my apartment. I bought a big monitor. I think we'll be inside for a while. So I just bought a big monitor, 29-inch wild screen. And I bought a lot of stuff to be able to have more quality while working from home. I got an apartment in Lisbon, Airbnb, so yeah, I'm working a lot, uh, but things are fine for me, I'm not, my business is not damaged at all, I just had to change a little bit what I was doing from I help you implement to I will make this work for you in the future as well. But yeah, I'm organizing also helping Running Remote, uh, the conference uh, worldwide. I'm helping them setting up the live event, setting up the next events. We have some really cool news coming in the in the Live Aid event in the 20th of uh, this month, of 20th of April. Uh, running Remote will be amazing, amazing, amazing. And I know you guys are somewhat involved as well. So yeah, just working a lot and having fun i do leave the apartment sometimes just for some walks around here i have a really nice garden uh, next to my apartment so yeah i you know you work a lot and you have fun in the way but of course like everyone else i'm an, I'm an extrovert so i miss people and i miss being like we were in bali just like <laughs> seven or eight months ago just meeting each other and meeting new people and connecting
0: yeah. Well, it's a, uh, it's a trade-off. There's, there's a, there's a lot of, yesterday I was talking with uh, one of my product designers and, and, and we were having a chat about, you know, um, Hey, how are things going your way and everything. And, and she was like, well, we have to find the good in all this. And I was like, I haven't been able to find it. What is it? And then we had a laugh, but then um, we, we weren't serious about it. We are having so much more time in our hands. And even for us, you know, we our our typical workday consists of 14 hours of work. Nowadays, you know, it's it's stretching even even a little bit longer. Um, so so, but but even with that, uh, you know, in the day-to-day, when we used to commute or when we used to, you know, uh, move around a little bit or when we used to have, you know, more day-to-day activities uh, that that you know demanded time. um now we don't have that so we so we're taking you know that extra half an hour extra hour per day to do some crazy stuff like she she started baking uh almond bread and uh i i went Uh, back into playing video games so so yeah it's uh yeah it's fun my life is boring i just work now
1: like i'm (laughs) working more than ever in my life i think it's the opposite sometimes i'm a little bit like jealous of people that have more time but I'm, yeah, like, I'm just working. I'm working a lot. I'm building stuff. I'm building conferences. I'm doing, not doing, doing, doing. And sometimes I used to stop a little bit, even on weekends and just, okay, let's relax. Let's, let's watch Netflix. I have Netflix. I barely watch it. It's like, yeah, it's just there's hanging. My girlfriend is trying to convince me to watch Netflix. Like, no, no, just have to send more, one more email. Just one more email.
0: So yeah, I, I think, became
1: a workaholic.
0: I, I think the, uh, the ones that have been following our live show for a while would advise against uh, that. We actually had um, one of the, the, with the first session, actually, we had a chat with um, Federico Olmos. He is uh, the head of customer uh, operations, I think, at 8 fed the fitness mm-hmm. app. Oh, I just and sent him an email, to, I just sent him an email like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> okay. Um, and he, I think you should watch his, uh, his uh, live. If, if you're going to watch something today, uh, give that one a chance because uh, for oh. example, Federico, he, he takes a three hour lunch. I mean, he doesn't actually eat for three hours but he takes a three hour break and he, in that break, he exercises, he showers yep. um, you know, he has a, a chance to, to meditate a little bit. And it was really, really fulfilling. I, I really felt, um, I actually got a, an email from, from one of the, the attendees. Um, I really felt the calmness in him. And okay. I think that being a head of customer operations and, and being that calm, I'm like, dude, I'm impressed. Yeah, um, yeah, I, you should give I, it a shot. You should give it a shot. Man, I changed a lot to be
1: honest. Like in the first two weeks, uh, I was almost burning out. And I was doing exactly what I was telling you. I was waking up at eight, working, 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 finishing at 11, repeating. Uh, Then I started to notice that. Um, i was burned out and i had a lot to come i have conferences i'm speaking at events so i cannot be burned out right now this is a huge opportunity for everyone in the market so i started to include some of the things you just mentioned so now i try to wake up at 6 30 in the morning and i I only start working 8 39 so i wake up i do exercise light exercise i'm I'm Actually, I I sent an email to 8Fit because I was checking their app this morning. Uh, So I'm using another one, but now I really want to check 8Fit. So that's fun that you mentioned them. So I will definitely check the the event that you mentioned. So yeah, I just exercise something light in the morning. We meditate and we take a good breakfast. We are Portuguese. We love to eat. Eating is part of our life. Um, So then I start to work only after this. And I also stop for one hour and a half for lunch, usually. So uh yeah just you I have I like to cook so I cook I have lunch and then I usually read the newspaper I just buy one newspaper a week which is the best newspaper a weekly newspaper in Portugal and I read it really slowly through the week I stop there so mm, that is done I'm trying to improve a little bit by the end of the day to do the real exercise and that is like skipping almost every day (laughs) I'm almost there maybe with eight feet I can do it
0: and I just just, sent you I just sent you a link yeah, I just, I just sent you a link and they're giving away uh well, first month for free. Um, cool. And then they have with that promotion afterwards is just eight euro per, per month. So it gets, uh, it gets a little cheaper uh, than That's... the regular price. So yeah, with that link, might as well try it for a month. I've been, I've been checking it out and they have all this uh, uh, mindfulness and meditation and yoga and, you know, the, the exercises you can do at home with your own body and so on. So it's really, really cool. I, I really like the app. It's very really clean. Um, they're not paying me to say this. So, so, so take it, take it as a, as a, as a real compliment. Anyways, um, going to the meat of the matter um, you have been working a lot with companies in this past couple of weeks, yeah. um, helping them make this work. What has been the most challenging for most of the businesses, you know, to make this thing work? <laughs>
1: I think now we are, just for context, we are three weeks in, so we are three, this is the fourth week working from home home for almost every single company here in Portugal. And the first two weeks, the worst was the communication uh, because they had nothing. Portuguese people, I think, like Colombians, that we are very connected with people. We like to speak. We like to say, Andres, do this. Andres, do that. That's how we roll inside the offices. So there is no written communication. There is no written form of project management in most companies. And I guess the communication was the biggest challenge in the beginning and the project management. How will we manage our people while they are not here under our eyes and we cannot see them? So this was the biggest challenge of all the companies. But I think... Yeah, three three weeks in, I'm speaking with a lot of companies, following up weekly with a lot of big companies in Portugal, and they are happy, man. Like, of course, it's challenging. Of course, there is a crisis, but if there was, if this, if COVID was not here they would never implement remote work more than once a week, ever. And I spoke with CEOs of companies with more than 50K people. They said, no, we are not looking there, we don't want this. This was three months ago. Irony of the destiny, now they are full remote like everyone else and they are loving it. So, Hmm. of course, the challenges of communication were huge. There is challenges of project management still, documentation is non-existent and they are working on that, but they are loving it. So most of the companies, they are saying in public and this is important in public that they pretend to keep working remotely after this not 100% remote but they do want to give at least two days a week to their employees if you ask the same companies two months ago if this would be possible they'll tell you no never and now this is like the common thing so I think Yeah, it it was challenging in the beginning, like everything, every single change. But most of the companies got it. At least most of the companies with more than 100 employees, uh, which are more professional. We have a lot of small businesses in Portugal. Most of the companies are five people or less. Those are struggling, of course. It's different. Businesses are more, those businesses are more face-to-face, are more commerce. And that's kind of close. They are trying to go online. But for most of big companies... They are loving it, man. And yeah, I knew I was a, f- a little bit afraid of how they were experiencing this because there is kids at home, there is distractions, there is a context that nobody knows what will happen. And still, like, when I speak with HR managers when CEOs, they're just saying they are loving it. They, they pretend they want to keep doing it afterwards. So that's being very hmm. fulfilling for the companies as well.
0: There's something that concerned me a lot about this whole situation. And it's and it's when you do things for the wrong motivations, you perhaps may get, you know, wrong results, right? And yep. and so I'm a little bit concerned about what the outcome of, of this will be. Have you seen anything that may be alarming for us, you know, remote work advocates? I think just the idea that remote work is this i think
1: that's the most dangerous part you know that remote work is this home office where we replicate everything that was happening inside the office i think this is dangerous because for me this is not remote work for me this is the basic the baby step of remote work Uh, for me remote work is what gitlab is doing with distributed people for me for me remote work is to employ someone that's not in your city that is 500 kilometers, 1,000 kilometers from you. So this is the power of remote work. And I'm afraid that the companies just mixed everything and think that this is the remote work that everybody was talking about. And if you have the same schedule, if you have to work from nine to five and the only difference is that you are working from home, you are just just commuting, right? But if you have the flexibility, if you can live anywhere, that's the remote work we are trying to to implement everywhere. Uh, so I think the biggest um, the biggest danger here is this misconception that what we are doing now that this is the remote work that everybody was telling about, and it's not. Mm.
0: Mm. That yeah, that concerns me. That concerns me. Well, but I, ha- I had not thought about that. Um, too much um there's there's something that you're saying in regards to like how they are loving ed um that i like to go deeper into like what are their particularly what what are they loving about the process so the
1: biggest fear that they had is that it would not be possible to control people while they were working from home they were afraid of missing this control over people and yeah, they, do you know when you lose the fears that you have the, that will, that keep you always in the status quo? I think mm-hmm. there are just experiences that where they had a lot of fears around remote work and now they're experiencing it and they love that they can work on their gym clothes and they, they love that they don't have, like Lisbon is empty, so there is no traffic. You don't have to go to the traffic. A person, a normal person spends at least one hour Going to the job one hour, coming back commuting, so that's two hours you are getting back to your life. Uh, So there is a lot of things that people are loving, but the most surprising one from for me is exactly that people are liking to work from home and they want to keep doing it. Even Mm. I was also a little bit afraid because there is kids at home, there is a lot of problems right now that can damage the experience of remote work, but. They are really loving to being able to work from home, to do their things, to cook on the, on the lunchtime and being one hour stop just cooking and enjoying the lunch with their families they are liking that you know there's those little things spending more time with the kids uh, spending more time with your with your wife with your husband and even in these really forced situation and sometimes stressful because if the kids are really small it can be very difficult they are enjoying the whole experience from working from for working from home and that is being very fulfilling for me to see and yeah to experience
0: Mm. so there are several reasons why i think that remote work is it's uh critical for humanity uh you know not only a, a matter of the flexibility and being able to be you know more integrating your life and your work uh and so on um but i think there are all, also a lot of practical aspects related to this like i had i, I don't know if you can potentially see it but i can see yeah. all the way uh you know that's that's bogota uh, i can see all the way you know till the end, you know, and, and, uh, that wouldn't happen on a, on a normal day. That would never happen. In a normal, even, even yeah. when we did this, uh, we, 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 we used to run this, uh, you know, no car days in Bogota. Even with no car days, you wouldn't be able to see as much as you can see uh, these days. And and uh, my point with that is that uh, from a from an environmental perspective, um, from you know from a perspective of how much we consume, how much we we spend, um, there was this post that I was seeing. You know, it's it's funny how the economy is on the verge of collapsing because people are just spending on what they need. You know, uh, and yeah. and 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 so remote work for me it just put all these things into the map of, of, you know, we don't really need to spend that much money on, on going out and, and eating out or, you know, expensive things and, and so on. We, we don't need to, um, you know, be commuting for two hours a day as you were saying, and, you know, all the, all the carbon dioxide that goes into the environment. We don't need to be having such a big footprint on planet yeah. earth and, uh, and ourselves, you know, the, the, the toll that it, You know, the, the, the thing about staying at home is that it kind of forces you to go into habits because if you don't do that, like there's no, there's no alternative. You're going to still be in the same place and you're going to still be, there's, you can't escape it. You have to build habits. So my, I'm, I'm I'm really intrigued about what would it take for us as humanity to evolve towards that utopic almost um, version of humanity, where everyone that can work remotely works remotely, regardless of it is from home or a co-working that is near home uh, or, or regardless if, you know, there's some travel mixed into it or not. Um, But, but that, and, 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 but that is done and implemented across the board. Like if there's no reason for you to be in a physical space, you know, uh, whether it is a supermarket or whether you're a doctor or, or whatever, if there's a need for you to be in a physical set, a space, you can be whatever you want. Um, so what do you think it will take for that to to happen? I have my utopia as well and I think it was happening
1: very slowly Uh my, my utopia is very similar to yours and the reasons are the same but I think what will happen in the future and I'm seeing that slowly in Portugal is that right now we just go to the big cities to work right people from the villages go to the cities to work and that's why we have these big cities because there is more work there and it's just a snowball when the people can work remotely people can stay in their neighborhoods even if it's inside the city but in the, in the surroundings people can just stay there so I can have everything I need 500 meters around my apartment that's what's happening now I get the supermarket is 500 meters away the co- I have two co-working spaces around me so what I think is that will be back to being living in the neighborhoods where you know your neighbors you know the little stores and you just live most of the time around 100 kilometer tops around your your apartment and you can live anywhere right so you can live 500 kilometers and just go to the city center for entertainment for example for culture to go to the theater something like that something that has to be centralized the culture will still have to be centralized in my opinion but i believe we'll be living all outside cities in these little neighborhoods and we will enjoy life again we will know your neighbors you'll live in communities i don't know anyone in this city like i'm in lisbon I don't know anyone living around here but I would love to start connecting with my neighborhood with my neighbors again, again start change ideas start doing neighbor, neighborhood parties that that's that mostly right at least here in europe so my top is that with remote work we will have to move less because we will stay more at home but also we'll have everything in our neighborhood May, maybe in the big city in the small city next to the sea in the mountains we will live again in communities something that was lost in with big cities that were before what is needed to go there we need more remote work but we need more uh, the right type of remote work Most of the people I know in Lisbon, they don't love to live in Lisbon. They live here because their job is here. And this is the only big reason that they are in Lisbon. They would prefer to live 50 minutes away from here and live next to the beach in the small community with fishermen and with other people that are also working remotely like it is which is a very cool surf paradise here in lisbon so they would prefer to be somewhere else in the where they grew up for example in the mountains with their family with their friends where they know everyone they have a really strong community they don't want to stay in lisbon so if companies understand that we can hire people from anywhere, that these people can work even better when they are integrated in their communities, uh, we, they will hire more remote employees and then people will start leaving the cities. Then the pollution will go down. Then we don't need a car to go from place to place. We don't need crazy transportation to spend one hour and a half to go to work. Uh, so yeah, just we just need more flexibility in the remote work we need uh, companies to understand that this is good for everyone this is good for them this is good for the employees it's just one of those things it's it's crazy usually there is always a downside for our big things for remote work the only downside is that communication is slower could be worse right and, and, if, and if there is emergency you can just call someone So we just need more companies to implement the right type of remote work. And I think we are on the edge of starting to understand that and make companies don't be afraid of giving remote work to their employers.
0: There is a very good point that you just made regarding, you know, how we're, Potentially going to move away from the big cities, and I have been seeing this a lot in the U.S. Um, I'm, I'm in, in, on Twitter. I've, I've been seeing all these different individuals that I follow, or or I, I'm, well, my friends even from New York. I have a friend. She's the uh, she's the employer brand ambassador for Selena, um, and she and she is living in New York. You know, Selena has the headquarters there. They have beautiful headquarters there, uh, but then you know, I was like, Hey, Marcia, what are you going to do? You know, New York is going to hell. Like, what's up? And she was like, you know, we're going to go with a bunch of friends to a cabin uh, and just isolate there until this is, you know, this is done. And I was like, well, that's amazing, you know, in the middle of the forest and and, and so on. But then I started seeing how all these New Yorkers were leaving New York for the, you know, first time in, you know, years or or, or whatever, uh, to actually live somewhere else and experience what it's like to live somewhere else. I think that you can't beat uh, many of the things of being on a big city from the entertainment or cultural perspective. But on the same token, I don't think it's necessary for you to be paying $5,000 US a month for, a, you know, one or two bedroom in New York. Uh, You, you could, you could you know, if you want to, if you want to spend that money, you can live one hour, one hour and a half away from New York and have a huge state with, you know, pool or whatever for the same exactly. money. Uh, so I, so I love, I love that. And, and I have seen that. So on a personal level, and I'd love to see your perspective or hear your perspective on that. Um, How this has impacted me is that I, so I, I, for, for work, I used to travel a lot, right? So my, I, I was, I was always on the move either San Francisco, Toronto, New York, whatever it is. Um, and, and I was always meeting with companies and understanding, you know, recruiting and their processes and so on. That's my, that's my job. Um, so but with this, you know, there's no travel, right? And, and with no travel, my expenses just, you know, they dropped, like they have never dropped in my life. Um, so, so I used to have to pay, you know, for, for a lot of, you know, eating out and, uh, it, it, even entertainment. I, I, I was living for, for, uh, last year I was living in San Francisco and I was, yeah. you know, when you're traveling, uh, you know, moving around, it's like, you know, you don't, you don't feel it. But when you start settling sell, in, uh, you start seeing how, for example, going to the movies here in Bogota for me is like, you know, 10 bucks or 50 or or, or five bucks in San Francisco. It, it was at least 50 bucks, you know, without even um, it, just, just the tickets, you know, and, um, and it's, it's a, it's, it's way different. So what I'm seeing is um, how people are experiencing this whole, you know, crisis also from an economic perspective, like, don't take me wrong. There's a lot of people losing their jobs and we see that and we're helping many of them. But, uh, but for those that are fortunate enough to continue being able to work um, and seeing how, you know, you don't really need to be spending that much. You don't really need to be going out that much. How have you seen that You know, in your community or perhaps with yourself? Have you seen any changes on that perspective? How do you feel that's affecting us as a whole?
1: I don't see it much because I don't know that many people around here. Uh, so I've been out of Lisbon for 15 years and I wow. grew up in here, but I've been out since I was 18. So yeah, it was a long time ago uh so i don't know that many people here to be honest i used to go out a lot when i when i can here in lisbon i was involved in the nomad community here because i'm a digital nomad so even at home i still feel a digital nomad i had to rent an airbnb i in a a house that's not mine exactly like if i was in bali for example um so i don't i don't see that much i just see people seem i don't know how to say this people seem calm you know Like I see a lot of people freaking out and I'm I'm an extrovert. I should be freaking out. But after I got my proper plan to start the day properly, I started meditating consistently for the first time in in the last five years. And I'm trying this for five years. This is the first time I did one week. The first time in my life. So after you build the habits that you mentioned, I see people getting calm. I see people working with some happiness of course there are challenges again the kids are the biggest challenge right now for the ones who have kids at home and they need attention but if you even if you set up your day in the proper way you can actually enjoy your kids and you can spend less money I we we usually I would say we eat we ate out before five times a week Uh, just we are at the co-working space I feel like having lunch outside or just let's just go out for dinner I'm too tired And right now, we order food, which is much cheaper, by the way, like two, three times a week in the very good week, or we just cook the whole week. And we love to cook. So even myself, um, my biggest expenses are dropping. I don't eat, I don't, I used, I drink, I love coffee, but I love, like, good coffee. So instead of spending three euros in a latte, I just have the capsules from Nespresso at home, which is, like, 30 cents, and they do the same. It's the same, like, it's not the same coffee of course and you are Colombian so you you will be feeling very bad if I say it's the same (laughs) so it's not the same but it does the work and I yeah at least minus 10 euros here minus 15 euros eating out minus 15 euros going to the cinema all these head up by the end of the month my expenses are like 500 euros and I'm living in one of like Lisbon is expensive right now and 500 euros to live in Lisbon it's like amazing the the average salary Mm. here is 800 euros and people usually need at least 1200 euros to leave here because you need to pay your gasoline you need to pay your transportation pass that gives you access to everything if you add up all this it's like 300 euros that goes to hell with tolls with gas with uh with the transportation and you just get 300 euros back to your pocket it's like Mm. this is nice so yeah i spend. I spent that money buying things to work properly from home because I had just had my laptop and that was it. I didn't ever need anything else. So then I have a proper camera, I have a proper microphone, I have a proper monitor and I just spend this money get improving my life inside home and because I have this extra money that I can actually invest in myself and I'm investing in 8 feet hopefully today with this link that you sent me. <laughs> like. I I have more money to spend on those things because I'm staying at home. I'm not spending that much money like I
0: was before. How do you feel that's going to impact the economy? Because a lot of businesses depend on all that money that, you know, we're no longer spending. What do you think is going to happen?
1: Shit is going down.
0: (laughs) No, I think economy, I,
1: I had this perspective of the economy. Different from most of the people. So most of the people think that if the economy grows, that's good. And if the economy goes down, that's bad. That's how most people think about the economy, right? So we must keep growing. Whatever it takes, we must keep growing. I don't think we need to keep growing. I need. I think we should optimize for happiness, should optimize for quality of life. So instead of just being growing, which means opening more businesses, produce more, um, yeah, just you have to produce, 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 sell, sell, sell. Uh, so more more damage to the environment, more cars sold when you don't need a new car, more iPhones sold when you don't need a new iPhone. And I don't know if you noticed this, From I bar- like I have my iPhone, I barely touch it right now because it's just there. I don't need an iPhone 11, I just have the 7, I barely touch him. I just do calls through Zoom. So there is a lot of businesses that were out there making millions, like Zara, for example, just because... If you go to work, you have to buy new stuff all the time. And you see new stuff, so you have to buy new stuff. And it's just this, this vicious cycle. And I don't think we need those kind of businesses. I Again, I'm going back to communities. I really think that I would prefer from now onwards to buy to the local store that sells clothes that are homemade. They sell bikinis that they make in their small industry instead of just buying these big brands just to be in fashion of this this autumn or this spring. So I think big business will suffer uh, but I think most of the small businesses should take this as an opportunity to convince their community to buy more from them. We are seeing this movement already in Portugal. We buy Portuguese, buy Portuguese, buy local. And I hope this can becomes a trend and we see all these businesses and all these jobs that are going away in the big companies, in the big Zadas of this world. I would love to see those jobs and those people that are just getting uh, laid off right now I would love to see them opening small businesses in their neighborhood for their neighbors and maybe get even more money. They have more power and they have their small business in their neighborhood. It doesn't have to be in the center of the city, but there is a lot open. I don't want to go to big stores to buy clothes. I want to something unique. And if I can find it in my neighborhood, I will pay more half of the price for it. And I don't have to. So Mm -hmm. I would love to see this very negative big picture economic impact that is happening all this unemployment become the opportunity for a lot of people that were living from paycheck to paycheck to actually open a small business and invest a little bit in a small business and then grow around their neighborhood instead of just Mm -hmm. working for others earning a
0: shitty salary. Mm. I, I, I love that. You know, there's, there's this saying, there's nothing new under the sun. And I think that what you're saying has a lot to do with that. And, And here's why we used to give this example of, of how remote work was not only the future, but it was, it was embedded within our past as humanity. Right. So back in the day, um, you used to have, you know, a locksmith or you used to have, uh, you know, a baker have their business on the first floor of a of a two floor structure and live on the second floor, right? And, and, yeah. and you know, I, I'm not even, I, I don't even know when that was, you know, the, 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 the case. I mean, you still see some of that and, and, and actually not, I'm, I'm thinking about it. You still see some of that in, in certain towns and cities like here in Colombia, it wouldn't be weird to see first floor being a mini market and second floor being the family home that, you know, lives yeah. of that mini market. Um, so I, I and, and we used to give this example as to how remote work is not only the future, but remote work is actually you know, or, or, or rather, distributed work is actually how humanity used to work before. Yeah. And I and I, and I love that because it's it's. Um, it just gives us so many opportunities. And I think there's this uh, question that Will just did to us, and, that, and and I think it blends perfectly into this, and is is there an opportunity to use technology tools to blend local and global with platforms? Like perhaps like meet your neighbors or online or and then connect later in person, business or, or, or personal. And I think that just nails it. We're getting to this point where we used to have a completely distributed society or you know, somehow this real society where you used to have your neighbors, uh, your neighborhood, you know, parties, that you were saying, and local businesses and so on. And then uh, with the industrial revolution, we started going towards the big cities and, and condensating everything. Centralizing everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, centralizing everything. Um, and then, but now we're seeing that perhaps we can have the benefits and the network effects of a big city. Network effects being, you know, being able to meet interesting people that are part of your industry or related to what you're trying to learn or do. Uh, network effects being, you know, being able to tap into a supply chain that allows you to find, you know, almost anything you'd like, uh, wherever you are. Um, and network effects such as being able to join a community of people that you know has the same interests of of, of yours, and of course, all the economic impact that this has. But with technology. And with remote work and so on, like nowadays, of course, it makes a lot of sense, you know, if I want to be able to experience different things to live in a, in a big city, or for example, if I want to be able to buy, you know, hey, you know what, I'm a, I'm a big coffee aficionado, right? And I love coffee and I want to be able to, to do all the different methods at home or whatever. If I wanted to buy the equipment and I was living in a little town, well, it would take a while. But with Amazon and with the supply chains that we've built, you can get pretty much anything, anywhere on earth very, very quickly. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 If you hey, notice,
1: hey. everything is going, sorry to interrupt you, everything is going decentralized. We started with uh, with Bitcoin and all the cryptos, decentralized money. And now we, can, we with remote work, we have the opportunity to decentralize the people. So instead of everyone being stuck in the cities, we can decentralize that. We can decentralize how we buy stuff. Instead of going to the big shopping mall, we can go to the local market and support Mr. John that is just there uh, on day-to-day business serving their neighborhoods. So... The more we decentralize, I think the the happier and the more back to the roots we will be.
0: There's there's something that Adelaide just highlighted. Thank you, Adelaide, for your for your comment. I see some of us that have been on all the episodes, and she highlighted something from Federico's uh, chat. I think I think we all love Federico's chat, uh, but anyways, she she highlights the importance of self awareness. And I think that now that there's, there's two things that we're doing as humanity right now that I love. First is, and, and, and they are the consequences perhaps, or they are compensated by us having to stay at home. But there are two things that I love. First is that we're learning to look inwards and not outwards. Like there's no more, you know, going out to parties and wasting your money. There's no more, you know, um, hiding behind, doing things and going out with people all the time. And uh, now like you're forced to be with yourself. Right, and and that's something like for us, uh, for me, it has been really, really impactful. I've never lived alone in my life. Like, I lived with my family, and then 18 year old, years old, I I went to live with 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 my girlfriend at the time, and we have we have been living together for all this time. And you know, these past couple of years, I've been living with roommates and and, and so on. But now with the lockdown. You know, it's just me, myself and I. So uh, it's been really, really fun to, to be able to be with myself. That's one. And then the other one is that we're connecting with the world and with other human beings more than ever. Like you would never see me on a regular week, you know, call my grandpa more than once. You know, and nowadays yeah. I just call the guy every, every day or every other day, you know, and, and, uh, it's like, and, and I will always put the excuse of no, it's because I'm traveling. It's because I'm moving. It's because there's a lot of business to do and blah, 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 but, you know, that just excuses, you know? And, yeah. and, uh, even this chat, like I have been having a daily call since last week, since Monday, last week, a daily call with, you know, amazing people such as yourself. Um, Thank you. What else have you seen that has has changed from that perspective of, you know, human interaction and being with ourselves? Is there anything else you've, you've seen? I think people just notice that they can
1: be happy and they can connect with the world, like you were saying, without being traveling around. Meaning I am connecting with a lot of people like you and I'm having a lot of Zoom calls. That's why Zoom just exploded everywhere. And I'm meeting a lot of people uh, like I I work remotely for a while, but I'm still meeting a lot of new people and talking with interesting people and yeah, just business as usual for me, you know, and things that never didn't change that much. The only thing that changes the place where I work instead of walking 10 minutes from my co-working space, I stay at home but the community is the same i still have opportunities i'm learning much more i have more time to learn i'm on skillshare and i'm like just everybody's putting really interesting content out there so i am learning a lot i do have more time to learn and i'm loving it to have time to learn for the first time in a while and yeah just think for me i noticed that I was already living in this world I was already because I was living as a digital nomad I still had to connect when I was traveling with people I still have to do I still had to do business and I was kind of isolated changing from community to community. I think I was already kind of living this life where I connect with people mostly online. And now the surprise is that everybody else is doing it. And in I was thought, oh, I love it, but maybe the rest of the people just hate to connect with the family through through Zoom. And now people are playing games on Zoom. People are just connecting. I was yesterday, a friend of mine organized a random call with 10 of their friends that never met each other. And we just met I just met nine interesting persons that were her friends. And we just connected for two hours i was drinking a glass of wine just speaking with people and connecting and yeah maybe after this if we all go to dinner it's not like it's the first time i met them we had very interesting conversations yesterday so we can meet we can connect we can collaborate online and i i knew this you knew this just now the rest of the world also knows about this and this This is game changer, I think. And that's very interesting that the whole world is now at the same page as we were because we were a little bit ahead of the curve a couple of years. Now everybody else knows. Everybody else is playing games on Zoom. Everybody else is connecting with their families online. And yeah, that's just amazing to see those changes on the rest of the world.
0: Well, it is. I I just got this message from Loreto. and um, she said, I don't know if it's a she or a he. I'm I'm awful with names. I'm sorry, uh, but um, you know, she asked. He is a he. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's it's hard. You know, I'm 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 not, I'm not I'm not I'm from Colombia. English is my second language, etc. Uh, so he asks, do you know about Elatia Abates? analysis on the future of work and i I just i was just as you were speaking and quickly google to see you know if there's any any highlights i i love for you to share more about um about that you know if you if you have any resources for us if you have any links or whatever i'm checking that she has a class in the university of toronto on designing your dream job mindset strategy and execution and a bunch of podcasts on the future of work so i'm really looking forward I mean I'm just I'm this close to buying the U of T class uh to learn more about her because she seems like she seems like she knows a thing a thing or two about the future of work. But anyways, um anyways, uh Will Stevenson actually shared with us uh okay, he suggested we check her posts on LinkedIn. We'll do, my friend. Thanks so much for I'm sharing.
1: Sh- I'm checking an article called I'm Done. I'll read it afterwards. Thank you, Loreto.
0: Yeah. So we so there's this app, Touchbase, and uh have you, have you have you have you seen it gonzalo i just opened it thank you to will stevenson that looks really good do you know this as well no my f- first time first time doing this and it seems like thank oh, you oh nice it looks really cool time for a coffee quick catch up it looks really cool how's your day and then i can email let me email you you told you Vino, that's me i do this i was doing this on instagram was <laughs> Just grabbing a
1: glass of wine and just putting live and talk with random people. I had like 10, 15 people following it and I just started inviting random people I never heard about in my life and started inviting okay. them to come with me. I just, have re- I just met the really incredible people like this. I have to do it more. Yeah, well, I'm checking this app so- out. Yeah, what? this my conception
0: of wine just exploded since I'm at home. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Between you, working, between you working 14 hours per day uh, for the first time and uh, the explosion of wine, I'm a little bit concerned about your health. No, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. It's a glass of wine a day. Uh, doctors in Portugal right. say it's healthy. All right, all right. I was just reading this book, um, Conversations with God. It's uh, I'm going a bit off topic, but in that book, the book writes as if God was writing the book. Right. That's how the narrative of the book goes. And, uh, in one part, um, uh, God says, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't design humans to be drinking alcohol. I don't know why you guys exist. And then the author, which is asking the questions to God says, but you know, what about Jesus uh, turning water into, into wine and, and, and God responded, um, uh, well, you know, he was, he was my son, but he wasn't perfect either, you know? Uh, and so, so that was a really, that was a really cool, um, little thing about wine. And now, and now that I'm thinking about it, you know, the other day I went to the grocery shop, uh, store and I was going to buy, you know, some wine, just to have some wine. And, uh, but with the book, I mean, with that little exchange, I was like, why do I need alcohol? Why, why should I, why should I drink it? So I'm, I'm, I'm debating, yeah. I'm still debating that in my head. <laughs>
1: like, you know the difference when i got older it looks like i'm super old is that before (laughs) i used to drink i used to drink to get drunk and yeah you just drink to be more social i'm super social so i just drank a little bit and yeah just drank to get happy and more social now i drink because i like wine and that's the big game changer so when you change the why i think it makes the whole difference i drink a glass of wine at night because i really like wine and if you imagine if you really like tea you can do the same with tea i don't judge it's the same i don't drink it because it, it has alcohol i drink because everyone has a story it's very fun to buy wine i like to drink my wine and it's just like a ritual for me like to and it's you know, really I cheap in lisbon yeah it's and like, really good <laughs> you can get amazing wine for three euros wine yeah i know that that's something amazing. like san francisco cost 50 euros here it costs three and i'm speaking <laughs> yeah. a big bottle of wine 75 so it's like super cheap amazing wine so yeah it's like, like i don't drink because i need to i don't drink because i want to get drunk and i want to forget my life i love my life i drink because i like it and that changes everything the why changes oh, everything. makes a
0: lot of sense makes a lot of sense I'll, I'll, I'll figure out that debate in my head and then i'll see if I, I start buying wine again <laughs> gonzalo thank you so much for being here it was a, it was an honor to have you with us and and it was a great chat I really appreciate it I hope uh, I hope we have been having a lot of views on the on the after the session on the Facebook um, video that we that we post so I hope a lot of people get to know about this it was a great chat um, anything else that you'd like to add that we haven't talked about uh,
1: I just yeah if you really like remote work uh, check running remote I'm like the panel and the people that will speak there are the top in the world of what we are doing, of what we are speaking about. And if they were 10 years before everyone else into this, I am really excited to learn what is their vision for the next 10 years. And I'm sure this is something we'll speak about at Running Remote. So just go to runningremote.com. It's a live free event, live aid on the 20th of April. So in one week and a half. And yeah, just go there, check what you like, what you don't like. And it will be amazing. Running Remote, I'll write here. Or you do, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just sharing.
1: runremote.com, I guess. Yeah, I think it will be an amazing okay. conference. I was checking the panel and I got excited just for checking the panel. So I'm very, very keen to listen what they are sharing. Uh, yeah, because they knew more than we knew before. And I'm excited to see what is their vision for the future.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Gonzalo for for being here. Uh, best of luck with the event, and thank you everyone who joined today. We'll see you tomorrow. We're having uh, others. We're having a special guests every day. Uh, but tomorrow we're having Rebecca from Outside. Outside is nice. uh, a co a global co-living, co-living network. I, 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 I am a member, and I used it uh, to live in New York for a couple of months. To live in Lisbon in a while. Um, I, I, I've been using it around. It's a really great. Uh, it's a really great community. And I'm wondering with this whole thing, what are they doing? Because they have all exactly. these places. They have places in Aspen, they have places in, you know, uh, everywhere. Bali. everywhere, Bali, they have a place in Bali. So I'm wondering what, what the hell are they doing with, with this whole, uh, you know, co-living uh, situation with, with coronavirus? We'll see, tomorrow we'll see. So thank you so much for joining again and uh, make sure you share the video on Facebook if you liked it and of course, uh, follow Gonzalo and find him on Running Remote as well. Bye bye. Thank you Gonzalo. Bye bye. Thank you for listening and remember to share like and comment if this content brought value to your life. You can find us on social media as we are Torre. Explore more content at blog.torre.co. See you around.